Burbank for the touchdown. Burbank, the rookie from Boomer. He grew up in Garfield, New Jersey, 10 minutes from Giant Stadium. You're talking about a kid who is just all heart. Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. And welcome back to the Underdog Jets podcast with me and a man who put Garfield, New Jersey on the map. Wayne Corbett and it's uh you know it's a happy day every day is happy but this is two days after what you see in the title the Jets debacle in Dallas and that was definitely a debacle we're gonna get into it we'll, we'll look at some plays here we'll look at some coaching terrible defensive performance and I kick it over to you Wayne yeah like you, when we first got on I said lots to talk about um you know more negative uh than positive uh which stinks we'll try to find a silver lining with it but uh yeah it was a debacle out in dallas um you know tough to watch at times you know but yet we still had a little hope um that you know it'd be more competitive uh towards the second half but um ultimately they got outplayed uh out muscled um whatever you want to call it you know it was a tough uh you know defeat but you know what one-on-one after buffalo and dallas heading into a winnable game against New England. You know, can you be too upset with that? Maybe be too no. long after this week? It wouldn't be too bad. So what we'll do is we'll go into the negatives first and then try to turn it around because I am a Jets fan therapist. I feel like I've been since Sunday. The negatives, I mean, the coaching. I feel like they got outcoached. I think you agree with that. And the defense, they ran, uh, Dallas ran, I think, 82 plays to the Jets' 43. They doubled yeah. them up in plays. And sometimes that's on the offense. Sometimes it's on the defense. And, you, you know, both are to blame. But I think the defense takes the bulk of the blame on this one because third down, Prescott carved them up. Everything was short, under five yards. I, I saw a stat. It was like 90% of Prescott's attempts were under five yards. And you could do that against Buffalo because Josh Allen doesn't take the underneath stuff. He tries to throw it downfield. And I think that's why they have success against Buffalo and quarterbacks that like to go deep. But teams that don't, the Patriots, Mac Jones, Prescott, you got to adjust. And everything was just really relaxed on the outside. Yeah. Um, you know, me and Laverne is always talking, you know, top this defense, top that defense. Uh, yeah, they look bad. Um, he, he even admitted it. And I was like, yeah, I see it. I mean, I was like, you know, well, the, 12, 11, 12 play drive, 14 play drive, 10 play drive, like, like six drives over 10 plus, you know, 10 plus plays. I mean, yeah, you got to get off the field and you would say, all right, maybe because the offense were going three and out, they were winded. But now the first drive was yeah. 12 plays, 75 yards. And what surprised me was, you know, they won the coin toss and took the mm. ball. I thought maybe they'd want, you know, get their defense on the field, maybe get a turnover from Zach, but uh, no, they took it. Uh, right down our throats and we couldn't stop them. And, uh, you know, those short gains turned into big ones because the tackling uh, was pretty bad too. So not a uh, characteristic of what it's going to be like the end of the year, but across the board, it was just a, uh, just a bad game. 
bad loss, bad game to watch, but uh, it only counts as one loss. So yeah. on to uh, New England. Yeah, and and I mean, listen, McCarthy takes the ball, and this is the first play right here. It's just what do they do? The first two plays run right behind their all all world guard in Zach in Zach Martin, yeah. and I mean, it was it was just it was too easy. Uh, yeah. This one only went for a few, but the next one went for a, a nice little chunk that got them a first down. Here's Zach Martin here, just taking care of Quentin Jefferson one on one, and. I mean, it's it, it has to kill Salah, a defensive coach, to know that the opposing coach takes the ball in a league where that's rarely done, and it just marches right down the field. Dude, listen, I mean, it's second and four, third and two. You know, say, I mean, the, the gains on first down. I mean, every third down was manageable. Like your whole playbook was open. And that's where the thing. We're second and fourteen, getting five, or third and nine, third and ten, third and eleven. I mean, that's. That's tough to get when yeah. your quarterback is pressured, you know, 45% of the time. Uh, yeah, systematically, they move down the field, run pass was 50-50. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked uh, by the result, um, you know, at every position on defense. And that's the thing. It's People are asking, where is the Jets pass rush in this game? It's non-existent, but – they had didn't have many chances to get after Prescott because right. if you run the ball and you dink and dunk and you're in manageable downs, you don't have those third and longs where you could just pin your ears back and rush the ball. And, and that's the thing that gets lost, I think, sometimes. Yeah, like I said, the, the way they played, uh, the way they brought it to us um, is what we needed to do to them. And, and that's the kind of quarterback that will give it up. But when you're not taking away the underneath and uh, he's not forced to go deep, those plays that Jordan Whitehead made against Josh Allen, who I didn't realize gave it up as much as he did. Mm. Uh, you know, Sauce had a great chance for a pick six. Yep, that's a huge, that, huge play. Yeah, I think he makes that, you know, uh, pretty much 100% of the time. It would have been 14-10. That means they would have won the game. That doesn't mean that, but that was a big play and a turning point because they went right down and uh, scored after that. Yeah, it, it's entirely possible. Uh, I mean – were they getting outplayed? Sure. But football's a funny game with momentum. And, uh, and if he makes that play, you never know. Um, yeah. I mean, look at this third play of the game after they ran the ball. They're starting to tinker with bringing an extra guy in the box. There's Whitehead. And they still can't really do much. Yeah. It, with Nope. There goes Whitehead. He's bailing. Okay, he comes back. And that's not even Pollard. That's the backup. Yet the line just moves every – see, that's the thing. There's no blatant wins here, but they move the entire line of scrimmage. Back yeah, five yards. Yeah, they're doubling inside. I mean, it's a huge, huge it, hole. Huge, huge, huge movement in, in, up front. And this that first drive, I, I knew it was going to be a long day because you could tell right away who's winning the trench battle. It yeah. rarely changes. You know, the adjustments have to be made to get extra guys in there or do something different. And I didn't really see much. I mean, it was kind of the same game plan as, as they put out there against Buffalo. And you, it can't work that way, really. There's no adjustments, no halftime adjustments, uh, no anything. I don't know how they expected uh, anything to change because um, they did the same thing and they just were too far off underneath passes. Like I said, if they would have tackled at that point, but bad tackling. Oh, um, bad, t- terrible tackling. You know, what's, you know, now they're saying, you know, Sauce should travel, uh, you know, a CD the whole game or travel with the number one, you know, with, what did Richard Sherman do? What did Revis do? This and that. Um, I don't know. I mean, some some of the best guys never moved with the number one 
so I don't know what the feeling on is that, but they're not in Maine that much. But um, yeah, just and then you look on the other side on the offense, it's like you know what they did to us. We couldn't even get anything going. Nothing. Uh, and, and look at their line, and I look at all our offense line. Their grade was like 160 out of 162 linemen. 161 out. Of, I mean, it was my God, man. I don't. I don't care if, who you're bringing in there to play quarterback. Why would they, Why would they want to come with this line unless they can kind of turn around? I mean. Mm-hmm. It's it's bad. I feel bad for Zach. We'll get into that, but um, yeah. I mean, this, there's a difference between a winning team with that offense line and a losing team with our offense line. Yeah, like here's a perfect example of coaching. It's it's trips with the tight end. Prescott knows what he's looking at. This is the first pass of the game. You know, it's uh, it's I think it's second and three or four here. Sauce is on the tight end side. Why? Because it's zone. Why? Because it's own. And you got the nickelback, you got uh, Reed, you got Carter, no one lining up on the number one weapon here. So Prescott knows it's easy. It's easy candy because Mosley is not going to get out in time. Uh, The only way it doesn't work is if Jermaine Johnson drops here. And that rarely happens, especially in a fourth. Why don't they put the safety up more to that side? Sauce doesn't need help on the tight end. He doesn't need help on the tight end. Exactly. So here's the other thing. They love playing quarters because if it's a balanced look, they have their corners off and they could put safeties too high, but not deep, you know, seven or eight yards off. And they they factor those safeties into the run game and run support. But uh, if it's not working and the old line's moving you, what's the point? Yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm really, really confused as to what I what I saw Sunday. Dude, when you see a quarterback go like 75%, whatever, Dak was 15 for 15. Uh, and one of them was a throwaway, you know, after that. Um, yeah. Let's get let's get away from the defense. Um, Zach Wilson, what, what did you think? Uh, you know what? It's when you kind of look at it and you look at, the, you know, Aaron Don, um, just with the, the game plan and the plays you're going to run for Zach. Uh, not that they have to be that much different from Aaron. He can't make the throws Aaron uh, could make, but it's the same kind of system. It's not like you're going from a you know running quarterback doing RPOs to you know drop back pass or in, in Zach. I mean, it's the same kind of offense. Yeah. Um, but he can't make the throws. You know, he's indecisive. Yeah. Um, he didn't hurt them as much. They didn't do much until that you know nice play to Garrett Wilson, but uh. The two turnovers, the two interceptions late were Tim trying to force it. Um, yeah. Overall, he didn't wasn't the reason they lost, uh, but he didn't help uh, help much uh, towards victory. Yeah, I think you you nailed it. Like my first complaint is, it's the same offense as you would have thrown out there with Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Hackett, and in today's NFL, what do we see with the floor, and what do we see with Andy Reid? Jet sweeps, orbit motions, do stuff to get the defense compromised, going left and right. And yeah. especially if your old line is weak, do that stuff. Where did we see any motion on Sunday? I didn't I, see Hardman used at all. Hardman's not being used. You've got to mix in that element of jet motion. And Zach could run the ball, mix in yeah. some read options. I didn't see many RPOs either. I mean, listen. If there's one thing Zach can do is pull off RPOs, short ones, you know, safer ones. That's that's fine. And we're just not seeing that. And then the big thing you lose with Aaron Rodgers being out is pass protection, you know, setting things up, seeing things, spotting things at the line. 
So I think it's just too vanilla. It's too vanilla for their own good. Yeah, and they don't know where Zach's going to be. They knew Aaron would be in the pocket or stepping up. Zach takes off. They don't even know where they're blocking. And Micah Parsons is, is the closest thing I've ever seen to oh, Lawrence Taylor. I, I grew up uh, watching Lawrence Taylor. But even when he didn't get there, uh, Zach's eyes were on that line. He was on it. He, his eyes couldn't go downfield to look who to throw to because he was watching to see uh, who was coming free. Yes, this, so, this uh, is true. But uh, but uh, this is true. But I will give him credit. That has improved drastically compared to years past. Yeah. But it was more self-preservation with this. Yeah. I mean, look at this defense. This is the first play of the game. This is so disrespectful. <laughs> Pressed on the outside, a solo safety, your extra guy right here in the box. This is so disrespectful. And this is what Zach Wilson sees all the time. And they couldn't play offense, honestly, until they hit that Garrett Wilson slant. You got to be able to turn around the ball. You got to be able to beat one-on-one coverage. I mean, Jesus, these guys are like world beaters on the outside. I don't think this is good, but like you can't, there's so many plays you can run. Even if you just run and hope for the catch, if not interception, knock that or, or pass interference, just to get these guys back. I mean, look at number one. I mean, he's, Oh my God, man! Uzama, just, Uzama blows this play up by just missing Lawrence. Yeah, listen, something's got to be done. Uh, I wasn't a fan of you know Hackett in Denver, uh, and I'm not a fan of him here. Um, you could blame Zach, you could blame coaching, but uh, you could blame Zach. Position to succeed, and they're not doing it. Uh, not even close. So I don't know how they think things are going to get better this year. Not as good as defense, but you got Bill Belichick, you know, running all his schemes uh, and what he's going to do to Zach. Um, they're going to have their hands full again this week. You, you, I mean, you could blame Zach and say, you know, he's not the guy, whatever. This, But this is the wrong week to do it because, you know, it's it, everything else was a disaster. Like, here's the first pass play of the game. You know, solid job. Uh, what's the formation? Two two backs in the backfield. So Dallas doesn't know if one's going to stay in to protect. Four man rush, cover three. It looks like, and Wilson sees these two guys going to the flat. So he makes the he makes the right read to Lazard and hits him right there on the numbers. If we look at his eyes, this time where does he go? Down the middle, down the middle, trying to stare off the free safety. Good, good job. Back foot. And, and this is the biggest improvement by Zach Wilson. He's not freaking out with this. In past years, he would have freaked out with his pocket collapsing, and he's stepping up. So that's the good thing. But the bad thing is a lot a lot of other stuff. No, no, you know better than me. Was Boyle our backup, but we didn't have a third? The third string would be Randall Cobb? Correct. Why, why, are we, why do we have a third quarterback in the building? Not right now. But it, listen, it was I'm Aaron. Like, it, it was Rogers and Wilson dressing with Boyle in the practice squad. Yeah, it, when you, so because when you can't block and your quarterback's getting chased and hit like that. I mean, and he has a history. You got to have three on the roster, one on the practice squad. Uh, someone got to come in. I mean, listen, I'm 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 a fan of Joe Douglas and Coach Sal, but um, I mean, I have to wonder, like, what do they think? What are they waiting for? If not to I just bring someone into to. To start learning, you can't bring someone after Zach or someone gets hurt and say, all right, we're going to bring them in on two days' notice and they're going to play. It's not, they need to get in there and learn the system. 
If I had to guess, I'd say they're reaching out to some guys they know, like Chad Henney, retired, and, and he right, has him. a um, history there. with Hackett. Yeah. Get him there um, right now. Call him right now. Get him there yeah. tomorrow. I'll, I'll I, I, I hope, I hope they've been there. doing that. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's crazy. I'm I'm you know I'm a, a Jets homer, but like, and I know it's only two games, but I'm just starting to wonder like, am I missing something? Um, like I said, they want to stick with Zach. I understand that. I see improvement and, and, and stuff like that. And, and he had no chance uh, against Dallas. But just I'm nervous about what's our plan B. What's our backup plan? Right. Uh, if that doesn't work out, and doesn't it's in the works. But I think they need to kind of they need to implement that like now. ASAP. Look at this. This is the play right after the one we saw. Third and five. Okay, again, another disrespectful look. I mean, this is just single everywhere, solo safety, everyone else at the line of scrimmage. Two drop. Well, Forget about it. I would have caught 100 passes a year if I played against this, the, the, the way they're playing this defense. Oh, my God. This is, it, like, this is like stealing in, in, it, in, on the inside. It's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Throws. And how the hell does he loop in like this? Now, again, Wilson, I'm going to say positive things about Wilson here because you got seven at the line. Where are you going to go? Are you, you don't know where the first read is, left or right. He looks to his right, but that's because these two guys drop, and you want the lanes to to be able to throw the ball. So I understand that. But, I mean, the pass protection, guys, it's just – Throw it now. Just throw it now. Right there. Yeah. yeah. And here's the, that, here's the thing that sucks. At the bottom, the only guy that was open was Garrett Wilson. I think it was a flat slant combo. Let's see. Jesus Christ, he's outside technique there on the on, yeah. on the bottom. Flat slant combo. But I mean the only other option was this middle right here. It, it just that one, that one was absurd. How quickly the that. pressure got. He should know I'm going to him as soon as he turns his head around. Catch yeah. it, you fall backwards, uh on the first down. And uh I don't know. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. He should have been he should have been onto Carter quicker. Right, he could throw it underhand. Look at that passing lane. He should have been on to Carter quicker, but this one is the most egregious example of where he didn't have a chance. I would say. But but, but again, I I uh, you know not that I'm not a fan of Zach, um, but I do see improvement. But uh, where we're at now, you know, we're talking about you know just being a playoff team without Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we could be a playoff team if we can get past his first you know, half of the season to our, uh, you know, the weaker teams, um, you know, we got a chance because we'd be more improved uh, by then. But, you know, we got Eagles, we got Chiefs, we got Patriots. Yeah, you know, this Pats game Chargers. is a, yeah. a must-win. Yeah. Uh, here's the second defensive drive. I forget how this one started. Okay, I mean, pre-snap again, lagged everywhere. Quarters look. Uh, are you going to stop the run with that? Doubtful. Um. But they rely on these two safeties, plug in the run support. Fortunately, Dallas passes it. Four-man rush, vanilla, there's no disguise. And it's okay to not be a disguised defense, but when things aren't going your way, you'd like to have something in the back pocket. That's what I would say. Let me see. So cover three, safety. Safety drops down to the flat. Oh, my God, man. This is... And what do they do here? He just hits the – you're playing way too far off on first down. 
Dude, jam these guys. You got to get these guys off the off the rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and situation like first and ten run pass situation. You're gonna start too high, fine, but you're too you're too unresponsive. Like the corner here. Here's, here. The, yeah. here's the thing. I, I studied defense when I played uh, for stuff. I don't know exactly what defense they're running. You know what the defense coordinator is running. Um, what he's done is work. It didn't work this game, but he, you know he's a really good defense coordinator. I like um, I like over. Yeah. Over, but I didn't it just it's the first game I didn't see any kind of adjustments as far as just uh, you know they not getting pushed around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a huge Quinnen fan and Mosley and you know I love the secondary, but um yeah. If I was them, I'd go in there and just say, listen, let's just get after them. Let's get in their faces. Let's throw them off the rhythm. Let's get in the passing lane. Just something. These these guys are good enough to go out there and do that. It was just a bad week. Yep. Second and five wide. I mean, if you're going to be this wide on second and five, forget about stopping the run game unless you're blitzing a linebacker. But look at the DBs. Lagged, lagged. It, too high. Adams drives up, but it's too late by then. Yeah. And he's supposed to drive up. He's an integral part of the run support on this play. And look at how far back he is. Go, go up there, get go ten across, whatever, whatever, whatever. Could have, could have, you know, got him off his rhythm. Looking at some of these comments, D line, Uh, D line does a good job on this play though. Quinnen, Quinnen saves the play. Yeah. Uh, They did stop him on this drive though. Three and out. Yeah. So, like I said, we we've covered the defense. We've covered. Uh, the coaching, for the most part, uh, we've talked about Zach. Um, my question to you is: I know, you know, I'm talking quarterback. Is there anybody out there, veteran-wise or trade bait-wise, that we could bring in to uh, solidify the offensive line? The offensive line? Because uh, yeah. we're worried about quarterback. We, yeah, it just, like you said, it doesn't matter. Who comes out of you know you can get the best quarterback ever if he's in there like that or he, was Aaron was in this game? I don't know how much different it would have been. No, it, I think they'd still get spanked. Yeah, and it so offensive line. I don't really think there's anyone out in the street. But what I would do is I would insert. You need what they need is a chance that there could be another stud player in there. So I would insert Joe Tipman right away, the All rookie right. second rounder. He's got talent. Get him in there. So the two ideas are Tipman in for McGovern at center or to get Dwayne Brown off the field because he struggled. And listen, Dwayne Brown didn't practice all August. He was hurt. Some people think maybe it was a veteran move, you know, start practicing two weeks before the season starts. This was expected, man. Like they're still in the process of gelling together. They haven't they didn't played together in August. The other move is Dwayne Brown off the field, Makai to left tackle, AVT to right tackle, and then Tittman in at right guard next to McGovern. So they have options. They just have to put in the young kids. And Rucker, I want to see Rucker play a lot more tight end because he's a beast run blocking. So David Joyner said that Lyle Collins. Lyle Collins, is he out there? I think he's on the street. Um, Yeah, I also talked – I mentioned – you know, we had uh, Anthony Beck, a uh, Kyle Brady, guys like that, or kind of like a third tackle uh, to you know get a piece of a, a chipper guy like um, right. Michael Beck Austin or whoever we're playing. Um, 
you know, who, who do we have? I mean, Conklin and Zuma, those are pass catching tight ends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Rucker is the pretty much the only guy I trust there. Uzama historically has been a good run blocking tight end, decent, yeah. but he has not been good this season. Yeah. So, so what do we need to do to uh, beat New England this week and stop the 14 game? Uh, losing streak that is that is bad, especially for uh, you know AC East opponent. Um, uh, you have to, we have to win uh, those two games, which I think are the two most winnable uh, versus Miami and, and, and Buffalo, um, especially at home. Um, I, I think this is a, a winnable game, but uh, you never know what Belichick's going to do. He might put three guys on Garrett Wilson. So uh, exactly. I mean, yeah. he did that against Tyree Kill. Tyreek still scored, but you know that's going to be his game plan. And the game plan is also going to be man everywhere, press solo high. So if if I'm hacking, I'm injecting a new offense, new elements of a new offense: jet sweep, ball. orbit motion. Yeah, run the ball. Run, run the ball too. Yeah, he told that four touches. Yeah, dude, it, that's inexcusable. Number one, but number two, again, you got to run more than forty plays. I mean, yeah. geez, Louise, look at this. Yeah, two, two more plays, and then we'll get to the comments. It's second and one. I actually like Brees Hall just ripped off a nine-yard run. I actually like this call because you're trying to get the quarterback going with confidence. And second and one, the D is going to be on their toes, so try to catch him with a play-action boot. And you do kind of. I mean, there's the the. They're kind of disciplined there. So I like it. It's a shot play, but look at this coverage. Yeah. How in the world is Diggs in not front of Aaron Wilson? He's not afraid. Like what the how? How is he in front of Garrett? There's no no one's open on second and one play action. That is absurd to me. It's yeah. like they were in the huddle. Uh listen, like you said, uh I mean that's Garrett. He's got to just stop there and hope. But uh, it, it, actually, that helps Zach to roll him out because he only has to read half the field or a yeah. third of the field. Uh, like when he straight drop back, he can't even go through his progression. But yeah, uh, listen, like I said, we got uh, we got out coached. Um, McCarthy's calling the plays again this year. Um, look, looking at them and Dallas always falls apart. I think they are serious. Uh, Super Bowl contender Very. up there with, you know, in the NFC, there's some good teams. But, I mean, the AFC is loaded. Yeah, the AFC is loaded. loaded. Um, but and Dallas, I mean, this is this is the touchdown, by the way. Last play. Why it works? First and 10. So look at the linebackers on their toes. They think a run's coming because everyone knows the Jets want to run the ball. If they do this not on first down, it's probably not going to work. And then Garrett Wilson would a route. Just a tremendous route. Second, the the second later, second sooner. Uh, this doesn't work. And this is what we're talking about. Zach's on time with it. Zach knows yes. where he's going. There's no read. He knows he's going there based on yes. the uh, pre-snap coverage. Uh, and that's what he needs to do on some of those third downs. Boom. I mean, just when he uh, when he makes a decision, like even when he's like, all right, I'm just going to tuck it and run and not like that. And that that's when he, when he doesn't second guess himself. Yeah, and when he doesn't delay. I mean, listen, people are like, "Oh, he scrambled. He's great." Uh, before that, yeah, they were in prevent defense. They were letting him do that. But I mean, he's going ten yards a clip. But when he decides, he can run. When he decides to do run or, or throw it, he's good. But when he gets indecisive, 
that's when he kind of gets in his own head, you know? Mm. Brian Keith Maloney just had 16 carries for 65 yards. That's a joke. The loss is on the coaching. Yeah, I, I can't disagree. Yeah, you got to run the ball. You got to run the ball to set up the play action. You got to run the ball to move these guys. I mean, it's just, you know, plain and simple. We, didn't, we only had 40 plays, but Brees Hall should be touching the ball more than four times. Yeah, and I think the one thing that serves them well is the way Dallas's offense played this week. You know, yeah. short everything under five yards. I mean, everything was under five. Not everything, but ninety percent of it was under five yards in the passing game. That's going to get them ready for Mac Jones and the Pats because they love yeah. to do the same thing. Yeah. Well, I think um, you know, just I mean like, he can't run. Uh, you know, I don't think he's uh, anywhere near you know a top echelon uh, quarterback. Um, they should be able to rattle this guy. I mean, he's still yeah. young. Um, and just based on these schemes we've used in the past, um, with that defense, and I got to think they're going to be burning and ready to go. They're going to listen to people, you know, like us and everybody else. Tearing we're, them we're up. Being, we're being polite and nice where you got guys, you know, on the, uh, in, you know, channels and, and uh, radio stations just hammer them. Hammer yeah. them. Hammering them and not even knowing what they're watching at the same time. They don't time. even know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. but, um, you know, and like, what's his name? I want to say his name. I don't like him much as the announcer, but uh, it comes out know. and says, uh, he says Zach couldn't play a dead person in a horror movie. Oh, Shannon Sharp. Yeah, stuff like that. They think they're so fancy. Uh, you know, someone made a comment um, that uh, Tony Romo, what would he say? I don't know if this is a word, unlistenable. Yeah, dude, I can't listen to that guy. You don't like He's a Romo, to begin with, but just, I don't know, man. I, you know what? I've always been okay with Romo. Now, you don't hate him, don't love him. I'm surprised. Romo is, uh, what about, oh, so you'll take Aikman over Romo? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, at first it was, you know, fun to listen to at this point. Is this such a know it all? I mean, and yeah, it's the same. same. Yeah. The plays in this net. When he, when he guesses the player right, not gonna say it's an educated guess because he knows the formations, he knows the audibles. I know too when they're changing from run to pass or left to right. You know, I I know that too. But like, and when he's not right, it's he's not called out on it. But uh, yeah, maybe I was just sore, uh, butt sore from listening to him. You know, talk <laughs> about his his great Cowboys. Hey man, I, but uh, I missed it. I missed it because I was at the game. Whoever made that comment, I agree with you, man. Yeah, uh, I don't, you know, some people. I don't hate them. I just, uh, you know, hey, like different, different, people, uh, different yeah. folks, different strokes. You know, yeah. uh, Dakota. Remember Dennis What's Miller? That? Dennis Miller? Oh my God! Yeah, uh, they should have put Arnold as the fourth guy in that booth. Dennis Miller, he knew, you know, he he knew he didn't really know what he was talking about. But Correct. It was entertaining just his take on things. And, he, you know, he's a fan of mine, which I loved. But, uh, yeah, I like, you know, I want to listen, you know, the radio. I want to listen to Marty Lines and Bobby Susan and Ian, all those guys. Those are those are my guys, you know. And Norm McDonald said it once, the great late comedian. He's like, um, someone asked him, he's like, we know you're smart, but why do you act like you're so stupid? And he said, think about it. No one wants to be in the room with someone who thinks they're the smartest person in the room. Right. And it, it, when I heard that, I was like, wow, he is 100% correct. Uh, yeah. Dakota beat the effing Patriots. That's short and to the point. Listen, I just, I don't know what the record was when I was there. Don't count my first two years, but uh, 
I mean, we did pretty well against the against the AC East when I was there. Um, I mean, what is what are they doing? I mean, it's just 14 games, dude. That's that's tough. Yeah, it's uh, we've had some decent teams. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I mean, if sometimes somebody just has your number, but Nate, I mean, they got to be able to win versus a home game versus them uh, this week. Yep. Uh, Adam Stevens says use Nick Bowden, Bowden to pass block and run. I mean, I knew he was going to make the team because Hackett loves fullbacks. Rogers too. You know, with Kuhn down in uh, Green Bay, the old days. Um, they haven't used him much. You're right. They they really haven't used him much. And, you know, maybe they can mix him in more for sure. That could help the run blocking, help the O-line. In yeah. terms of pass blocking, that's, that's a tough that's a tough thing to ask because if he's in there in a pass, there's no mysteriousness behind it. Like, you know he's going to run block unless it's an early down play action. But, yeah, I agree. And Hardman too. Hardman, Rucker, Tipman, Bowden. Get, get those four guys involved. Yeah. Like I said, that's why you brought him in. That's why you gave him money. Um, like I said, it's just, you know, there needs to be adjustments, obviously, of the game plan and catering to Zach. But if they don't solve the offensive line, it's really not going to matter. Yeah. At all. It's really not going to matter at all. I mean, there's been teams that won with bad offensive lines. You know, injuries happen. I mean, but rarely has won anybody – NFL history and then with the playoffs and stuff like that. But we don't have Joe Burrow. Uh, we need all the help we can get. What'd you think? Last thing before we wrap it up, get your last questions in. We got a couple minutes left. What'd you think of the roughing the passer calls, the myriad of calls on the Jets and that one red zone drive? Listen, I mean, when you, you, you get, you get knocked to the ground legitimately, what is he going to do? Like put his arms back, his, his face mask is going to go right to the guy's, ankle or knee or this and that it actually helps to kind of cradle them i mean that's just yeah the calls are so stupid like let people play um yeah i know i know you want to protect the quarterbacks or the faces of the league but it's impossible more deep more defensive linemen will get injured because they have to try to stop themselves in you know forward motion than letting them hit the quarterbacks it's it, the way I explain it is it's short-term gain by less injuries, but it's it's long-term suffering, more injuries, based on changing the way people play. Well, we'll get like a super question here. Uh, we yeah. can learn and we'll get better. DFF, one, two, three, four. Uh, hey, that's a positive uh, comment. DFF, one, two, three, four. We love it. Hey, listen, we can learn and we'll get better. It's weird, but, man, we're going we're one-on-one and we're talking like, do we got? 15 games left. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's mid September. I mean, there's time, you know, you know, people come back healthy. We trade, we eat this, things improve. I mean, there's a lot, there is positives. I oh, mean, yeah. we, we, we're still, I mean, we won what seven games with a worst team last year on paper. Yeah. It's, okay. So the, and here's the thing too, they started one and two. Let's not forget yeah. They lost to Cincy in week three, started one and two. The sky was falling, and then they rattled off a bunch of wins in a row, got to five and two, six and three, seven and four, and then the injuries. The injuries happened after five and two, but it caught up with them. Uh, where are the pre-snap motions, tunnel screens, high-low concepts? Haven't seen creativity. Yeah, it's 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 true. Yeah, listen, like you said, something quick. Um, and we got good run, guys that can run with the ball after the catch. Mm-hmm. It's like those are just extensions of the run. These quick plays and stuff like that. You you miss one tackle, 
you're you're to the second line of defense, and you get you know Hardman's he's tough to cover, man. I mean, he's tough to tackle. You know, Garrett for after you know Lazard. You know, when I was at the Monday night game on the sideline, that, that dude is huge. He's a big guy. He's a big boy, man. And just you know, even if they just catch the ball and truck ahead, you're sitting at what, <laughs> second and four instead of second and ten every play. Yeah, it, the one thing that concerns me is they don't have. Outside of Garrett Wilson, they don't have a lot of guys that can create space and route run. Hardman can, but he's not playing. I don't know. Let's give it to Brees. Dalvin Cook's got to look better. I expected a lot more from him. I mean, yeah. he hasn't been in camp very long, but, you know, he's still young. He's still, you know, he's been Pro Bowl every year. You know, J-Dubs, thanks for the super chat. I can deal with the loss, but I can't take the inability to not make adjustments and the out coaching. So I'll have to do better on adjustments. I agree. And yeah. I've always – the first year I did not love from the coaching staff. The second year remedied a, lo- remedied a lot of my worries. But uh, Sunday was rough. Yeah. Oh, we've been on for a while. Yeah. It, yeah, we got There gotta was go. no adjustments. There was no adjustments. Uh, I don't know why. Um, they're usually pretty good at that. As far as the defensive side, uh, so, you know what? They probably looked at the film, you, you know, over and over. Decided to just bury it and and burn it. So uh, I don't see this happening two weeks in a row, especially with that coaching staff on the defensive side. Um, so yeah, I think uh, they'll come out a different uh, different team, uh, definitely on the defensive side of the ball this week. Agreed, folks. Thanks for watching, listening. Like the video, share it. Jetsxfactor.com. Rate us at iTunes and uh, use discount code eighty at Jetsxfactor.com to get a eight by ten Wayne Corbett autographed picture. Got uh, four different options with four different jerseys. And by the way, how much nicer are those white classic throwback jerseys than the one, like ones it. we saw Sunday? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, Dude. definitely like, like and subscribe and, and all that stuff. Um, love the questions. Uh, I think we'll be back here next Monday or Tuesday night celebrating yeah. a victory. I'm pretty confident in that. Uh, so until then, thanks for joining us. Take care, guys. Thank you.